0: Are you struggling to find ideas for your LinkedIn content? Are you at a loss for inspiration? Then you'll wanna join me this week as I talk about how I create LinkedIn content on the Fanny Denigan Show. Everyone, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're tuning in from, welcome to the Fanny Dunnigan show. Every week I come to you and share a variety of industry experts and content creators. Um, and for this week, it'll be me sharing about various advice and content tips and um, and I can't, I'm so excited to actually interact with you this week directly and answer whatever questions you have about LinkedIn content and coming up with ideas and unique branding. So before I get into the show though, I want to welcome you. Let me know who is tuning in in the comments. Uh, I saw a bunch of folks here. Oh, lovely. Jake Jordan. Hello, Jake. Great friend. Trevor Houston. These are all people you guys need to be connecting with if you don't know them already. Trevor Houston has the Who You Know Job Networking Show every Wednesday at 3pm Central. Uh, Jake Jordan is now live as well on LinkedIn. Jake, you have to remind people what time your show is. I couldn't remember. So put that in the comments so people can follow your show as well. As always, the lovely and small my engagement manager here, engagement and community manager of the show. So make sure you connect with her as well. And later on, she's she's going to join me on the show itself and offer some of her engagement tips and advice. Uh, so, Anne's from Little Elm, Tracy Suthers Parker from Grapevine, Texas. For all of you that are interested in upping your marketing strategies and plans for 2021, you must follow Tracy Southers Parker. She is a marketing expert. And uh, I'm gonna get her on the show one of these days. We just need to get our dates fixed up. But uh, make sure you connect with her. She is a marketing master. Um, Katrina, welcome from Houston. Kevin Han from Facebook. Thanks for tuning in. Mark Reynolds from Farmersville. Oh, my goodness. I thought I saw. Oh, G. Yes, G is here. Uh, Jennifer Henderson from Facebook. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. There you go. Jake says his show is Mondays and Fridays at noon, um, Central Time. And He and his partner talk with people about the impact they want to make this week in their business. It's a great way for entrepreneurs and business owners, coaches, consultants to interact. Um, I was on I was tuning into their show the other day, and uh, it just always brings value. Jake Jordan. So make sure you connect with him. Uh, Sarah Bell. um, These are all people I'm going to be highlighting in just a little sec. Um, You all need to connect with them. So welcome, Um, I am flying solo today. And uh, I want you to also network inside the comments. Okay, please introduce yourself. Tell people what you do. Tell people what your expertise is, um, and the type of people that you want to connect with. Make sure you connect with each other and network with each other in the comments. And, And I challenge you to meet and connect with at least three or more people in the comments today. So please be sure to do that. Everyone in the comments are amazing people, people with heart, people that serve, people that um, create value for others. And um, so you don't want to miss that at all. My content tip of the week this week is all around being niche. when you're creating content, don't feel like you have to be everything to everyone. Right. And when you brand yourself, you don't need to serve everyone, you don't need to serve all industries. In fact, the more niche you are, the more targeted you are, the better. And as far as your content, be very specific about it target exactly who you want as target clients, target audience. If you're a job seeker, make sure you're very specific about the type of employers that you want to work for and talk to them specifically, right? Talk to that industry specifically and talk to the people that you want to serve specifically. Okay? So I thought I'd gather a few examples for you to illustrate that, okay? So, my content tip of the week, I thought I'd share with you five profiles that I think are the epitome of being niche and being very specific about who they want to serve and the type of clients that they want and the type of industries that they want to be in. Number one, my good friend and client, Sarah Bell, uh, I want you to read this profile right here. So it says, I help healthcare organizations develop impactful nurse leaders. So they slash nursing turnover rates, create high-performing teens that achieve exceptional patient care and key performance indicators, okay? She's really honed in on her brand to define exactly who she wants to serve. So the three things that you want to remember when you're defining your brand is, number one, who do you want to serve? Who is your target audience and target client? Okay, number two, what do you do, right? In the case of Sarah, she helps healthcare organizations, right? What do you do? So make sure that's in your profile and your branding. And then number three, what kind of value do you give, right? What kind of offering do you have? In Sarah's case, she helps to slash nursing turnover rates and create high performing teams. Okay, so super niche, super specific. But when you think about it, people pay pay premium for niche, for deep expertise. And the more you're specific about what you offer, the more you're going to attract that target client. Okay, here's another example Um, Michael Goldberg, another one of my good friends, his offering is. I consult startups on talent strategy ready for hyper growth, right? He shares who he serves, startups, what he does, talent strategy, and then the value he helps them with, right? He's a recruiting resource, helping them with hyper growth. Another example, Trevor Houston, right? My friend, he helps job seekers get noticed. Again, there's the who, which is the job seekers, the value he creates, which is helping them get noticed. And then the uh, what he does, he helps, to, helps them create opportunities and take control of their financial fears, right? And then there's also like a little call to action, DM me to learn about their who you know summit, right? Very, very specific, very specific about what he does, who he serves and his value. Another great profile, Jake Jordan, right? He helps companies with a cause grow faster with simple frameworks and accountability, okay? And then there's a call to action, DM him for questions, follow for resources, communication strategies, business coaching. So again, who he serves and the value he gives them, right? And so those are all um, very much like entrepreneurs targeting people, right? And for me, I have a slightly different format, but it still serves the same purpose, right? Um, I have a corporate client that I serve in terms of hiring, talent acquisition, employer branding. So I lead with that. Um, Those are some buzzwords that people typically type in and key in. So for those of you that are job seekers, make sure you have those standard job titles that you want to be searched for, okay, and hired for. But again, I'm still saying um, video content strategist. So that's what I do. And then who I serve, coaches and consultants, right? And then my call to action and the values, I'm telling people to come to this show, right? And then to follow me for my content tips, right? So those are five examples of profiles and branding where it's very specific. So who you serve, what you do and the value you create. Okay. And that's my content tip of the week. Okay. And for more content tips, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel. I have um, I think I have 250 subscribers. So I am building that up. And all my content tips are on my YouTube channel. So please make sure you subscribe. There are over 30 content tips on there now, and all my past episodes are there. So you'll be able to look up my past guests, learn from them on a whole variety of topics like leadership, um, uh, sales, confidence, uh, events, uh, HR, marketing, all kinds of topics on there. And uh, those are the industry leaders that I interview. So please go to my YouTube channel, help me grow that spread the word. And uh, all those resources are obviously free on YouTube. So youtube.com Fanny Dunnigan. Okay, oh my gosh, the comments are just coming in. (laughs) Love it. I love all the people that are just interacting in there. Yes, Trevor, it is you. (laughs) I featured you, yes. Oh Volta, Volta was one of my past guests. She um, is a um, watercolor artist and she has turned her passion into a business and she does a whole variety of um, gifts for restaurants and companies, watercolor um, workshops and uh, make sure you follow her. Her stuff is always bright and cheerful. Um, So actually, while I'm on this topic of being niche, I did want to have a giveaway today. Um, So one of the best books on how to define your brand and set yourself up as an expert is the founder of um, ClickFunnels, Russell Brunson. And his book, Expert Secrets, is amazing, Like it really helps you to set yourself up as a thought leader, as an expert uh, coach or consultant. And um, I want to, I'm going to give a copy of this away. And what I want you to do is to, in one sentence, share with people what your niche is in the comments below. Okay. And one sentence. what is your specialty? Who do you serve? What do you do? And the value you create all in one sentence, okay, of your niche, jot that down in the comments. And I'm going to go back in a few minutes to pick through the comments and pick somebody that win a copy of this book, and I'll mail it to you. Okay, so um, this will really help to help define your niche. Okay. Okay, now I also share a quote of the week every week and this week I I was really called to share this quote right here. So I'm going to flash it up and then I'm going to describe why it meant something to me. So this quote is by Glennon Doyle the number one New York Times best-selling author of Untamed. For those of you that may know her, she is um, an amazing author that speaks from the heart. And the quote is, we can do hard things, and the braver we are, the luckier we get. Okay? We can do hard things, and the braver we are, luckier we get. And one of the reasons I chose that quote is because I've just been getting so busy, which is a great thing. Um, it's not a complaint at all. Um, but what I've realized over time is something always has to give, and um, and there's going to come a point when all of you get overwhelmed or um, you know filled with stuff and to dos, and. I thought that quote would hopefully help you to be reminded that we can do hard things. We can, you know, face that new job, face that new interview, um, get on video, be a speaker, uh, walk up to somebody and and start chatting with them at a networking event or virtual event. Um, Whatever it is that you're um, struggling with or a little scared to do, I'm here to remind you that you can do hard things. And the braver you are, ironically, the luckier you usually get. Because always, people, I think, are attracted to those that take risks and that are brave. And even if you're nervous to do something, go for it, right? Um, and you'd be surprised how lucky and some positive things that will come your way. So that is my quote of the week. And... One of the brave things um, for me is to to be better at saying no and to um, not sign on for every single thing. Um, and so I've decided actually to cut down my show and uh, just come to you <coughs> every other week instead Um, I've come to you every week for the last, I guess, year and a half. And uh, I've just gotten to a point where it's just really hard to still have quality show and still come to you every week. So I want to spend that time concentrating a lot more on my clients, on um, some of my coaching, and then also being there for my family. And um, I think all those things are important to me. And I want to make sure that when I do show up, it's with deep value. And even when I do have my show, I want to make sure that I produce the best show possible for you and give you as much content and as much value for you. And uh, I just need more time to do that now. And rather than trying to like shove it all in every week, I'm going to do it every other week. So for me, it's a hard thing to say no and not be a part of <laughs> your your life and on on a show every week. But um, I think for my sanity, for balance, I'm going to start doing that so that I can still continue to deliver great value and uh, expertise and guests and content to you. So. You can do hard things, whatever it is you're struggling with, whatever you are hesitant to do, go for it. And uh, I don't think you'll regret it at all. Okay, so let's go to the this show. Um, (laughs) Thank you, G. She's like, good for you, allowing yourself better balance and more time. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Jihan. Thank you so much for the support. I love it. Um, so this week is all about you, you in the audience, what can I do to help you, what questions can I ask, or what questions can you ask, so I can answer them from my my expertise. And anything you have around LinkedIn content branding, engagement, posting, where to look for ideas, where to um, look for inspiration, uh, whatever content struggles you're having or branding or engagement or connection, please ask in the comments. Anne is going to try to bring some of those up for me and um, I'm gonna give it a little bit of time to you know, kind of go through there and hopefully um, While you kind of come up with the comments, I'm going to go back through there and see what everyone's niche is so that I can give away this expert secrets book. Okay, let's see here. Um, Okay, scrolling through, scrolling through. What are your niche? Okay. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Yes. So Jake boiled it to a great formula. Yes, a lot of people use this. I do X for Y. So that Z is a great format to use. I do X is what you do. Y is the who that you serve. And Z um, is that is the benefit and value that you're going to get out of it. Okay, so Anne has highlighted a great example. Her niche is building strong relationships so she can help them strategize on LinkedIn with strengths of empathy and connectedness. Absolutely, that is Anne's strength. Um, And then as you saw earlier, Sarah Bell, she helps healthcare organizations create impactful nurse leaders. Brayden, my guest last week, make sure you go back. Last week, my LinkedIn totally like, I don't know, something glitch and uh, but Braden was my guest. So make sure you go watch that replay on Facebook or YouTube. Braden had all these leadership tips as well as magic tricks. So he combines magic and leadership. He helps leaders harness the power of the magician archetype to transform themselves and their teams. Uh, Kevin, he helps large companies protect their infrastructure from data breaches. Absolutely gihan my niche is taking stark back and white hr concepts and infusing them with a touch of gold hence my hr consulting firm name Ooh, oh this is a new biz wow gihan firm name is golden synergy touch congrats gihan oh my goodness that's awesome um volta I help food brands stand out with memorable, vibrant, and colorful illustrations and animations. Awesome, awesome. Okay, I know there's a few more out there, um, but I I, w- I, already know who I wanna give this book to. Um, for the brave Gihan that is going out and starting her own business. I am so proud of you, Gihan. <laughs> wow, you're going to get this book, make sure you read it cover to cover. It will help define your brand to the nth degree. It will help you like set up your business. You're going to love it. I'm going to mail this to you. Gihan this book is yours. It is on its way to you. Okay, so congratulations to Gihan. Wonderful. Um, And I forgot I actually have one more book to give to tie in with my content tips. So let me rewind. This is live I can go back and forth um, to tie back to my content tip of the week or my quote of the week and that was around that author Glennon Doyle who said we can do hard things right she really shows up in the world to teach us how to be brave how to tell our hard and painful truth sometimes and she does it in such a such a beautiful artistic way, and look, this is a look, this is a signed copy. Okay, I have several of these because I love her and I follow her. Um, how many of you know Glennon Doyle? Let me know in the comments below. But um, and so this is a signed copy. There it is. Okay. And I want to give this to the person that mentions a hard thing that they had to do recently. Okay, let me know in one sentence, a hard thing you had to do recently. And you had to muster up that courage and bravery to do that. I want to give this book to you. So drop that in the comments and let me know. And I want to I want you to speak your truth and share authentically and you shall be rewarded for it. Okay. and I'm going to pick a winner from there. So I'll let you guys fill that the comments up with that as well. Okay. Um, so let's see what questions we have as we wait for some of those comments. Oh, my gosh, I love it. I love all these niches that were. we're seeing out here. Okay, so I yes. So what's something? I can't find the question, but um, Anne was saying that Jake Jordan asked me, um, "Who is my content inspiration?" Ah, a who? So not what? Who is my content inspiration? Hmm. I think when I was first starting out, um, I was, I think uh, the, the hardest part for me about creating content is to again, like muster up the bravery uh, to do that. And um, and for me, because I, I think I struggle with like um, trying to meet approval growing up and um, you know, being a people pleaser uh, and not wanting conflict and all that. And so when I first started posting content, that was what I worried about the most. What will people think? Right. And over the years, you know, it's just kind of like fall to the wayside. It doesn't matter now because people will come to you if they like you and people will drop off if they if they don't. And um, and that's totally OK. But who really inspired me to kind of find my voice is actually Brené Brown. She has a book called The Gifts of Imperfection. And that book really helped me to accept myself wholeheartedly and be okay with sharing my voice, be okay with sharing my message, be okay with like being a big softie, uh, being an emotional person, meaning I feel everything. Um and being empathetic, and I think those are all things that I've discovered about myself along this content creation journey. And I think for all of you out there that are creating content, you know, a lot of you I see are a whole variety of content creators out there. Um, I think what you'll notice, and and let me know if you agree or not, is that along the way as you're creating content, you're going to discover things about you yourself. And you're going to realize what you want to talk about and what you don't want to talk about. Because when you first start out, you're going to think, okay, uh, I think the audience wants to hear this, so I'll say it like this and be like all proper and like formal and all that. Um, But over time, you're going to find your voice and you're going to find what you gravitate towards and you're going to find what things stick with audiences and what doesn't. And you'll also find that you're going to stop stop caring what people think, because you're going to be called to say whatever whatever it is that you want to say. Because over time, your passion's going to come out, your the value that you want to create for people will come out, and you're going to find your voice. So, Brené Brown, the gifts of imperfection. That's a book that's really kind of inspired me to create content. Okay, Um, let's see what other questions we have here. Oh my goodness, Uh, okay. So many, let's see. Yes, Volta says she loves that book by Glennon Doyle. Um, And then Sharon, yep, you follow her on Facebook. And uh, let's see. Did somebody share their hard thing that they had to do? Okay, here we go. David Cause. So the hard thing that he had to do, relocate his business during COVID to protect their health. High risk. Yes, that's certainly a big, big change. Um, Patrick Kamau I did my first ever video. Oh, awesome. Congrats, Patrick. Wow. Peace Walk 2021. Congrats. Um, Carrie Styles. Uh, I've been struggling with either closing down my business and finding a corporate job or to keep moving forward with the business and make a pivot. I am not a spring chicken. So this is difficult. Yes. Yes. I feel you, Carrie. And then what else, Uh, Ah, Katrina, I had to find and edit my professional bio to make it current, and then share it with a colleague for feedback. I was so nervous and scared of being inadequate. Oh, yes, Katrina, I know that feeling. Absolutely. Um, And then Cecilia, she says, it is a very freeing experience to write from your heart. And it takes much less time to create that post. Yes. Yes, indeed. You know what? I think um, I would like to give this book, Untamed, to Carrie Styles. It's a hard choice that you have to do. And whatever you end up choosing, I hope that by reading this book, it gives you the bravery and the courage to do it. Because whatever you choose, it will be the right decision. And, um, and this book, I think will help you with that. So I am going to send this to you, Carrie. Congratulations to Carrie and um, enjoy the book. Let me know what you think. Okay. Awesome. Okay, so let's see what other questions. Okay. Uh, Kevin hand asks, What are some ways you get around getting stuck or get around yeah getting stuck when you're creating content. So whenever I'm stuck for content, I don't try to dig further into my head because my head is already like, maybe stressed out over something or um, uncertain of what to create. And it's just a mumble jumble of things. So whenever I'm stuck, I actually go to my bookshelf and just kind of like pick a book that catches my eye, and I pull it open, and I just flip it open to a certain page. And whatever I'm reading, uh, or whatever that page, whatever sparks my interest, I see whether that kind of like, you know, generates a new idea or a new thought. And I just wait for my head to react to that. So um, I check out my books. I also go and listen to podcasts. And whatever pops into my head while I'm thinking, while I'm listening to the podcast, that usually generates more content ideas. Um, Or I might just scroll through LinkedIn or Instagram and see what sparks an idea or what uh, moves me. I might also look at the questions that I got from my clients that week. And what was a question that somebody asked me? And I make a content tip around that or a post around that. And um, also just sometimes like movies, I'll be watching a movie and I'm like, oh, that would be a great topic to talk about or to do a piece of content around. So look for your content ideas everywhere or whatever your hobbies are, right? For me, it's podcasts, books, movies, uh, people, clients, and so forth gather inspiration from there and then just wait for it to pop into your head. Uh, Trust yourself because the ideas will always pop into your head as long as you just kind of like sit there and let it come to you. Okay. I hope that helps, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you for your question. Okay. Let's see. There were, um, let's see. Okay. I'm just looking through here. And um, yeah, so let me know what questions you have. Maybe I can kind of filter those questions and let's concentrate first on um, the creation side, right? Okay, so I have three key words and three key things that I'll always stand by for my brand. And that is create, collaborate and connect, my three Cs. Okay, so I'm going to split up today around those three C's. So for those of you out there, let me know what are your content strategy or content planning or ideas or posting questions. Um, Kevin already asked about where I get inspiration. So I hope I answered that one. Uh, But let me know, like, do you struggle with like defining your brand? Um, And again, like you saw in my content tip, Find that niche. So I hope, I hope that helped you to find your niche and to be really a lot more targeted as to who you serve, right? So ask me any content questions you have. Um, okay. Ah, Sharon says, what equipment do I use for my videos? Okay. So right here, this is a Logitech HD 1080 webcam, right? Um, It is probably two years old. And, um, but it still works. And it will adjust for low light. In fact, sometimes it almost over adjusts because I have a window right there. Uh, But I love that. I love the webcam. I do have lights as well when it's dark. So I have this great uh, light. It is what brand is this MC? And see, I can put that link later on. But this is like a, it's a super great, it's really bright. I don't know if you can see it, but it gets brighter and brighter. Um, And there's a dial on the side so you can adjust the lights, right? And then it's tiny so I can even like travel with it. Oh yeah, you can kind of see how bright it is, right? Um, And then I just put it on a, a small tripod Right. And this tripod is UBZ TR-50. Right. So this is great. So you got lighting, you got your video. And then I have a blue Yeti mic. And this is a USB one. There's a whole variety of other ones, but it gets really complicated and I don't want to mess with it. So I just love this. This is the blue Yeti mic. So that's great for audio. So then you have audio, you have video, and then you have lighting. And then as far as how I stream, it is with StreamYard. StreamYard is super easy to use. I have a package with them which allows me to broadcast to LinkedIn, YouTube, as well as um. Facebook and it just does it all on their uh, I think it's their middle package which is like twenty25 dollars a month so um, it's awesome like it it helps me like do everything produce everything it has all these I can pull up comments I can pull up like f- banners like this and uh, there's a private chat where I can like message with my guests or message with Anne who helps me out And um, there's all kinds of like branding, too. So if you watch the top uh, right hand of your screen, I can put different logos up there. They have the StreamYard logo, obviously. Um, So that's kind of like the behind the scenes. I can change up my name to have like different banners like that. You see, like black and white. And then I keep it to my colors, which is orange, right? but I can do like all kinds of different types of colors and, and brands. Okay. Um, and then also like you could do, there's video clips, right? So you can load a bunch of video clips. Uh, there's a... See, there, there's like a countdown that you can load in. You see my videos and I load my intro video in there. Uh, so the, these are all the kind of behind-the-scenes things with uh, StreamYard. It's it's great. It's super u- easy to use. So check that out. Uh, yes. Um, oh, Anne says, do you do any audiograms? And what would someone use to do that? I don't do audiograms. Um, For so I've been thinking about doing that. I think Jake Jordan does that. Jake, are you still in there? So maybe you would be a good person to answer that. But audiograms are where you can take a podcast and then have the audio uh, file playing. And then you'll see those graphs where like, you know, the pitch of someone's voice goes up or down and you'll see like little waves of as they're speaking, and then you can add captions. So that's another type of content that you can create is if you are on a podcast and all you have is an audio file, you could have that kind of like waveform on there and then have the, uh, the captions underneath it. So that's a great way to, um, turn your podcasts into visual content. Okay. Let's see what else here. Okay. Um, So G had a question, um, which sites for video clips and images to put into your videos and transitions? Ah, that's a great question. Okay, so inside my videos, for those of you that follow me on my content tips, uh, you're going to find you know, little photos, little snippets of video clips. And there's a whole variety of sites where you could get free stock images as well as paid stock images. Okay, so let me list some of these for you. That's a great question. Okay, so for free images, okay, you can go to... Uh, Pexels.com. Okay, that's what that looks like. Pexels.com. That's a great place to find uh, free images. Uh, You can also go to Unsplash.com. Okay, that's another one for free images. You could also go to um, Pixabay.com. let me type that whoops. Let me type that here for you. Pixabay.com. Okay, that's another great site for um, free images. Now for me, because I do quite a lot of videos, I do video overlays. And that does cost, um, I do pay for that service. And um, but I use Camtasia assets. Okay, so um, if you look up Camtasia, there's a Camtasia assets library, and that and there you can find video clips as well. Um, And then obviously, there's also canva.com. Who doesn't love Canva? Every who uses Canva in the audience, right? Let me know. Uh, Canva.com, you have free Gosh, you have like free templates, free photos, free um, video clips now, um, uh, free LinkedIn banners, free overlays. You can even record you speaking to a presentation and then download that as a whole recording. Okay, so if you haven't tried Canva already, make sure you do. It's amazing. So I hope that helps. you with your content creation. Those are all great websites. Oh, and then I forgot um, the one that I pay for this one is probably $35 a month. But I I find that they have the most um, stock images that are very professional. I use them a lot for my corporate clients. And that is Adobe stock. Um, Yeah, and I think that's about 35 bucks a month. And then you can download a certain number. I forgot what it is, Uh, but you can really find a lot of professional stock images at Adobe stock, but that one you do have to pay for. Okay. Um, And then let's see what other questions we have here. Yeah. See, Jake loves Canva. Patrick loves Canva. Absolutely. And, uh, (laughs) Tracy's like, Canva rocks. Yes, oh yes, Uh, brand kit on Canva Pro. Okay, so if you have the Pro version of Canva, right? what you can do is you can actually load your logos onto Canva and it will extract your colors from your logo and then store that in a brand kit. So every time you create content, you can select from your standard colors from your logo. And that way all your content's consistent and all your branding is consistent. Uh, So here's another tip for you, Ashley, as you build up your business, as you build up your brand. So Gihan, you mentioned gold, right? So maybe I'm assuming gold is one of your uh, branding colors, right? So make sure that when you create content then that you start creating content around your brand colors. If you see on my videos or my slides, right, my colors are gray, orange, and white. So everything has a splash of those colors. And, um, and then that way, whenever somebody thinks of your brand, they associate that with your colors. And it gives them this cohesive feel when they go to your website and cohesive feel when they go to your profile as well. And even if you don't have your own business and you're a corporate professional, you could choose. So I always say like choose like maybe three colors um, to be your brand. And then that way, even though, even if you're a corporate professional, your whole profile, when somebody scrolls through, it can have this beautiful set of like consistent colors and branding. And over time, people will associate you with that um, and choose colors that you love. Uh, Canva also has like, um, I feel like a Canva commercial, my goodness, uh, <laughs> but I don't care. I love them. Um, Canva also has all these like suggestions for color bundles, right? So if you don't know how to choose colors that work with each other, um, get their. Uh, I think it's only on the pro version, but get their like color suggestions and bundles and then choose one that works for you. Okay. So keep on sharing those questions and uh, I feel like I'm missing stuff Um, and you can keep me honest and let me know what questions that I've missed. Yeah, tons of people love Canva. Absolutely. Oh, here's a great suggestion from Jake. He uses wave.co. Um, and I think that's for video, right? Oh, that's for audiograms, right? So for those of you that might have like a podcast recording, you can convert that to content with wave.co. So that's w-a-v-v-e dot c-o. There you go. Okay. Um, let me know what other questions, uh, I answered G and Let's see here. Okay, I think I'm caught up. Um, ooh, okay, here's one from Brayden. I work with leaders who are sometimes hesitant to put themselves on video for content. Any advice? Okay, so that one, the trick to that is if you record a video with them as part of a conversation. Right. So a lot of times for leaders, I mean, most of the time they can speak in in a boardroom. Um, they can present even. Right. And um, but as soon as you stick a camera in front of them, then they get flustered. Right. So the trick around that is to have your have that leader or um, the speaker be on the other side of you. And then you can put your camera facing them, so you can pretend like this is the camera, right? You can have the camera facing them, and then you're on the other side of the camera, and just have a conversation with them, right? Come up with some questions for your leader, and um, and jot them down, but don't you know don't give them too much preparation time. Uh, it's always better if they kind of go off the cuff uh, because it comes out more natural, more. Authentic and creates a better connection with the audience. So as you sit down with them, Brayden, I would just record it and then just have a conversation with them. Like you know, what were some of the the biggest you know what what were some mistakes that you made during your career, and and what were the lessons you learned from that, um, or maybe something like, um, you know, what what drives you right now, you know during the tough times, during this pandemic, where do you find inspiration, right? You can ask your leaders that. Or, um, you know, if you were to talk to your 20 year old self, what would you tell them right now, right? And you'll be amazed at what comes out of them and that makes for great content. So have a recording with them, make it a conversation and that usually, you know, softens them up. And, you know, it's the the pressure of being on video is eased, and it goes a lot more naturally. Okay. So Patrick was saying, I like you, you're gonna find your voice. Once you get started, there is power in getting started. Yes, there is Patrick. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and be okay with not knowing your voice when you start. You don't have to know your voice. You don't have to have it all together when you start. You could just pick one topic um, in one of my content tips. And again, like Jake Jordan started one of the, I think one of the most popular campaigns on Jake Jordan, um, Bobby, Bobby Umar, Bobby Umar, um, Lila Smith and Kira Day, I think. Right? Correct me if I'm wrong, Jake. Um, they started the 10 tips, 10 days campaign, hashtag 10 tips, 10 days. Even if you type that now, all of that content's gonna pop up. So even if you don't know your voice, you don't know what to really talk about, I bet you can come up with 10 tips and hit record and record one tip a day and post it. And that's a great way to get started without much thought, without needing much planning and and to just get over the hurdle of starting on video. So check that out, hashtag 10 tips, 10 days. I also did a video and tip around that on my YouTube channel. And uh, it's a great way to get started if you don't know what to, what to do or where to find ideas. Uh, we all have 10 tips around something that we've become an expert in, okay? So definitely try that. Uh, let's see what are some of um, okay so I want to one of the top questions that I also get is how to engage and connect with people and one of the reasons that Anne small is my engagement and community manager is because I think she's fabulous at it, engaging and building community. So I thought I'd bring her in for the last kind of like third of the show or last 10 minutes of the show. My goodness, everything flies Um, to kind of answer any questions you have around engagement and community and networking. So please join me in welcoming Anne Small. How are you girl? Good, hey, that's me. The engagement (laughs) queen, love engagement. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And and that's one of the reasons like I, I thought it was perfect for you to be the community manager of the show. Um, You really know how to bring people together. You really know how to engage. Um, But I know one of the big questions I get is always like, how do you know what to say in a comment? Right? And how do you know what to write? How would you answer that question? Anne? Yeah, that is a big
1: one. Like how many times can you say thank you on a really great (laughs) post that you have going on? You have to be a little more creative than that. Um, Personally, what I do, I read through it and see something I can relate with. And maybe the first time you say thank you, Sam, and then something you thought about the content. But your second comment, you don't want to start with thank you again. So change the words around a little bit. Um, I think it's really interesting that you said there's different ways that you can just word the same thing that stuck out to you in that piece of content. But if it's a good piece of content, there's going to be something you can relate with. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like to Ann's point, like sometimes if there's a certain sentence in that post that you like, I just copy that sentence put it in the comments and say, I love this quote. It really resonated with me because, and then finish that sentence, right? So that's another great way to comment. Um, I also sometimes acknowledge, so if it's a post that I have, right? And they say something about liking it or whatever, I reply back and I always make sure I look at their profile really quickly and see, something that stands out to me about their profile, and I'll call attention to it um, in my reply to their comment. So I'll say something like, I see that you're a sales coach, I bet this is really applicable to that when you're talking to your clients or offering sales advice or something like that. So that's another great way to engage with people in the comments. Um, Any other suggestions Anne? how else do you reply to comments?
1: Oh, absolutely. I have a ton when it comes to comments, but a big thing to do. And with the commenting is bring in some people, you know, that are going to add value and bring their comments. So you don't have to get tacky with tagging, but bring in two or three people, you know, that are going to be interested and say, hey, and, you know, what do you think? Put their names there. Let them chime in so the conversation can go back and forth.
0: Absolutely. Yep. Tagging always is great. And uh, like Anne said, make sure it's relevant to that audience, then that topic. Nobody likes like blanket taggers. (laughs) Um, Yes, Brayden says, uh, great points to keep the conversation going. Great idea. Yeah. Well, even here, right? Even these comments, right? Like, um, even on shows, right? Like, Anne is great at this, like, you know, don't miss out so just reiterating what the speaker said, or reiterating what the post said, right? Don't miss out on this campaign, right? Um, and then if you're tired of saying thank you, say excellent question or excellent point, right? Um, offer additional advice. So maybe the post was about what other software do you use for videos? You can add, in this case, Brighton says I use v.io for videos with captions. So throw in your tip, your advice to that person's post, and add your perspective. Um, That's great. And um, and then obviously ask questions too. Um, Oh, here's a good one. And and let's both of us um, answer this one. Okay. So Carrie asks, "How do you create content and keep the haters and judgers at bay?" (laughs) Um, So. A few points. Um, I think for me, like I do find and let me know what do you think and like, I do find that people are generally, generally not all generally quite well behaved on LinkedIn. Do you find that and like I don't find as many haters as like, on YouTube or Facebook, or uh, some of the other platforms.
1: Okay, Not compared to like Twitter or mm. Facebook. Yes. However, mm. Your newsfeed is going to kind of acclimate to the stuff that you're putting out there and writing about. You know how it customizes to the people you're talking with in your network back and forth? So that's part of what we're seeing. So when you put up a post, you kind of want to think in the back of your mind of what's the motivation behind it here. Because there are people like, oh, I got a great example, Lila. Lila is fine with controversy and Lila (laughs) Smith. Thank you for giving her whole full name there. So not only can she say things better, if you want to look up some great comments, by the way, on her profile, but she really enjoys, you know, controversy. And she she knows a way to keep that from getting nasty. She just talks back and forth because that's one of her main points. How We can disagree, but how do we disagree and talk without getting hateful? Yeah.
0: It's possible. Yeah, yeah. And for me, like, if you do find that somebody is just being an idiot and purposely hateful with no valid point made, right? Everybody, if it's one thing if it's a valid point, even if they disagree, right? I can totally respect that. But it's another thing if it's a just mean for being the sake of mean or just random right especially there's people on linkedin that just decide to sell in the comments of your post right um so for those i i just kind of be polite and brush it off and say thank you for your comment thanks for chiming in and then brush it aside and then block (laughs) there's always the block feature if you think they're not serving you well you get to choose who you interact with. If you wanna keep them longer, just acknowledge and hey, hey, thanks for your comment and just move on. Um, but if it was no value add and they were just self-serving, I would just block them and move on.
1: I agree and um, there's time to just ignore and block afterwards. You really got to think about, so it may be somebody really upsets you because you put your heart and soul into this piece of content and they say something that bothers you. But think it through just for that second before you hit send on that comment. If I say something back, where is this going to go? Is it going to keep going back and forth? How do I feel about that? There is definitely a time to ignore versus making a statement back. People understand they can see when there's a comment in there that's just like, you know, it just shouldn't be there.
0: Yeah. And I do want to call out Gary Vaynerchuk, who I always follow. If you want to follow this entrepreneur and major, major content creator across all the platforms, Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, Gary V um, is him. And he always says, you know, a lot of times negative people, hateful people are that way because they come from a place of pain. Right, And so a lot of times their stuff, their negativity is more their baggage versus you. And so he always says, like, have empathy for your haters because they probably come from a place of pain or rejection and um, and just move on. Um, So I always feel like that gives me a little perspective, right? Um, I don't think we're naturally born negative. Uh, uh, sometimes I think we arrive that, that way just from our life experiences. So maybe a little empathy and um, and just know that a lot of it's their, their baggage versus what you wrote and what you created. So
1: It's something to think about. The more you grow, the more people you reach, the more stuff you're going to run into. So you look at somebody like Gary Vee and say, hey, it happens to him and he keeps going on. Absolutely. Here's a
0: great point from Jake, right? Ask curious questions is a great way to get more engagement. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, I think I learned this from you, Jake. Like, so sometimes in my direct messages with people, right? I might if I want to start a conversation with somebody. And uh, I think I think Jake asked me this when I first connected with him. He's like, what are you passionate about? or something like that, or what are you working on lately this week? And that's a great way to start engaging with somebody in the direct messages, right? Especially if you want to just learn more about them, ask them, what are you working on lately? You know, what's your passion project right now? And that's a great opening question to launch into a much bigger conversation. Um, So that's a great way as well, ask questions, okay. Um, so I, I think one of the big things you've taught us is
1: to end our posts with a question so people have something to comment on,
0: Absolutely, you know, not
1: just going on and on, but having that question there.
0: Awesome. So there you go, folks. I hope we answered a lot of your questions today. Um, the hour just flew by. How did it t- fly by so quickly, Hannah? <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, So definitely connect with us. Um, For those of you that um, are new to the show, um, you know, Anne Small. Anne, why don't you give a quick introduction um, or quick intro to what you do?
1: Okay. So I am Anne Small, as you see, community manager for the awesome Fannie Dunnigan here, Fannie Dunnigan Show and a LinkedIn strategist right here. So basically I help people figure out their strategy, what they're comfortable posting and how to make it work for them, the whole package there. So that's my forte on LinkedIn
0: and I love it. Absolutely. And then for those of you that are joining me for the first time, my name is Fanny Dunnigan and I help folks a lot with their content strategies Um, But mainly their plans and their content calendars, uh, as well as creating and defining their unique brand with a framework that I have, and then also, you know, planning out a whole year of content for you even um, and using your expertise and advice to do that. And so over time, that helps you build your thought leadership, attract employers, job prospects and clients. So thank you for joining us. Uh, I do want to give a quick shout out for those of you that um, have asked me to kind of like share a little more about myself. I don't necessarily do, uh, you know, some of that casual stuff here on LinkedIn. But um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I share a lot of stuff. (laughs) around food and travel. I still have my content tips. Um, Right now I'm into plants. Uh, (laughs) So I have my content tips here on my Instagram channel whenever I'm speaking, Um, my trip to Italy, like so I love travel, books, books, places I go to eat around Dallas Fort Worth area. Um, That's my hubby. (laughs) So his name's Ryan. Um, So I post a lot about that. I'm very much into um, planners. And so make sure you check out my Instagram feed if you'd like to kind of get to know the other side of me. It's at F Dunnigan. And uh, I'm really, really close. (laughs) <laughs> to 300 followers. So I would love to interact with you. And uh, you can get kind of like the, the casual side of me. Um, and Anne, what's your Instagram handle?
1: At Anne Small Blessed. I At made it as Anne. easy as possible. Love it.
0: Um, At Anne Small Bless. Awesome.
1: Also, uh-huh. Everyone, you can comment after yeah. this is over because the recording will come up even though when the live ends. So if questions come to your mind or you want to put your Instagram handle in there, please do. We'll be looking back at it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We want to connect with you as well. Um, I noticed there are some new folks in here, so I'm going to definitely reach out and connect with you all. And we have Carrie that won this book. So we're going to reach out and get your address to mail that to you. And then Gihan starting her new business, Golden strategies, something, <laughs> something golden, see colors and branding work, and uh, you can help define your expert secrets. And uh, thank you for joining Ann and I for this show this week. We wanted to be here to just serve you and answer your questions this week. Um, real quick, I do want to announce some my upcoming event Association of Business Technology Professionals. Uh, It's for all you IT geeks and technology professionals out there. That's going to be Tuesday, April 27th at 6. And we're going to talk about lean transformations. For those of you in uh, supply chain and manufacturing, you'll want to join us with John Ballas, CEO and founder of Lean Your Way. So you can register at abtpdfw.org. Okay. And as I was saying... I'm going to be coming to you uh, every two weeks now. But Anne and I are going to make sure that we promote this so you are aware of it. Please reach out. Let us know your email address, actually, so we can add you to our newsletter. You can always send either of us a direct message with your email, and we'll put you on um, my newsletter where I offer more quotes and tips and advice and upcoming shows, past shows, and that way you'll stay up to date as to when I have my shows and um, and highlights of my guests, Um, and that way you can still stay informed, and I'll just be coming to you every other week. And uh, my next guest, can you guess who that might be? (laughs) Since I mentioned him quite a bit. Is he still here? (laughs) Um, My next guest uh, on April, let me make sure I give you the right date. April fifteenth. So two weeks from now, my next guest is going to be Jake Jordan. He is a master. At accountability, keeping, helping cause driven companies. But uh, he's also just a great guy to help with branding. He's been on LinkedIn forever as well. And um, he was my accountability coach and um, just a great guy in general. And uh, also your friend, right, Ian? He's my friend, but he was also
1: my accountability coach in the way beginning too.
0: Yeah. So if you have something you're struggling with (laughs) to get done, um, you're going to want to tune in on that because uh, we're going to talk all about how to be accountable, how to get things done. And then you will meet the fabulous Jake Jordan. So tune in two weeks from now. We'll be sure to promote it. Drop us a message with your email and let us know if you're interested in our newsletter, and we'll keep you up to date. Okay. So thank you, everyone. Thank you, Anne. As always, make sure you shine your light, share your voice, share your message, share your gifts with the world, especially through video. Bye, everyone.